rocking across the USA. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Show. Hey, everybody, welcome. Cruella, the band Cruella behind us. It's January 3rd. No, it's January 4th. Do you know where your goals are? Do you know where your resolutions are? Have you lost them already? (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you know we got several emails in? I'm going to get to one of them. David, it's January 3rd, and I already have broken my goal of being free of sugar. Now what? Oh, my Lord. I know. Two days later, right? Two days after setting a goal of achieving something, and maybe with you it's quitting smoking or drinking. With this person, it's quitting sugar. And my Lord, we already broke it. And maybe for you it's exercise or it could be saving money. And within a week it's going to be gone. What do we do? I'm going to give you that answer in a minute. Hey, welcome aboard. Welcome to 2014. You're tuned in to David Essel, a live America's positive radio talk show, celebrating 23 years on the air. And we are damn proud to be part of the iHeart Radio Network, of course, premier clear channel radio, this huge, huge family. And we are so happy being here. Our toll-free number, one 800 548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. That's the number to text us. You know, years ago, I remember when talk radio was so based on calls, and and now it's based on texts in many cases. Isn't it amazing? Our text number, 941-266-7676. We get slammed with texts, and we love your texts. We love your calls as well. To text us, 941 941- Two six six seven six seven six, and you can text us on or call us on the topic that we're covering or something else that's popping into your head. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So before I answer this first question that came in, let me tell you who we have on today. James Smitty Smith is back. He's the host of the number one boxing show in the USA on television. It's called In This Corner, um, and he's going to be talking about. The analogy between comebacks in boxing and comebacks in life. He recently interviewed Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro for their new movie, Grudge Match. And we're going to be talking to Smitty about uh, that interview. And, And in general, comebacks, they're so important, each and every one of us. We need to be looking at that. Um, Nick Halleck is going to be with us as well. He's the author of The Thrillionaire. Make your life an epic and extraordinary adventure. Um, this guy was a millionaire in his 20s, and he's the first Australian civilian astronaut. The guy went into space. We're going to talk to him about that as well. Uh, Donna Schwenk is with us. She's the author of Cultured Food for Life and how probiotics and cultured food can heal irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, diabetes, and more. Her story is really fascinating. We're going to find out more about Donna later on in the show, too. Okay, so here it is. David, it's January 3rd. I've already broken my goal of being free of sugar. Now what? So it's January 3rd. Have you broken your goal? What do we do? Okay, well, the very first thing that popped into my head was when we interviewed one of the executives from Disney. He was telling a Jeffrey Katzenberg story about how we need to say the word next. When something that we have a goal to do is a bomb, a movie bombs, our goal to not eat sugar or to not drink or to exercise or whatever it is, when when we bomb it out, we have to say the word next. Like, okay, that was the last three days. Next, let's start again. Um, Today is the day to start. So you might be listening to the show and saying, yeah, that's me. It wasn't sugar, but it was I was going to quit smoking or I was going to start an exercise program or I was not going to spend money or whatever it was. So now we start. Now, here's the thing that I'm going to um, to differ with a lot of quote-unquote experts. I think you've got to commit 12 months to a major goal. Everyone says one day at a time. Yeah, 
you got to do the work one day at a time. But you have to commit to much longer than that. And in our work of, of 30 years of working with people, helping people to achieve goals, the one thing we have found is those people that make a long-term commitment are much, much more realistic and likely to stick with it than someone who's just going to be sober one day at a time, or they're going to not eat sugar one day at a time, or they're going to save money one day at a time. I, I think it's great to use that as a secondary goal-setting technique, saying, I just have to focus on today. I'm 100% behind that. But with all the clients I work with, I get them to commit to a much bigger picture. Like, let's say you're going to live to be 88 years old or 78 years old or 90 years old. Can't you wrap your brain around the next 12 months? Can't you say for me to uh, to double my income or to lose 100 pounds or 50 pounds or to save my marriage or to find the love of my life that I want to commit the next 12 months? And if I go to the wall, if I just go all out crazy to accomplish this huge goal for the next 12 months, I won't have to work anymore at that goal because it will become my habit. You got it? So think about that. Create a daily plan. Crucial. So what that might mean with your sugar, the person that wrote in with sugar is, you know, remove it from your house, right? All sugar crap, remove it from your house. What are you going to substitute when you get hungry? You know, like substitute protein, Great choice, not carbohydrates, because carbohydrates could create that sugar craving again. And then what I would say to anyone that's trying to break the sugar habit is create a 21-day plan where all you're going to eat is vegetables and protein. And I mean this sincerely. Cut out bread. Cut out all the kind of stuff that could lead you down the road uh, to not eating the or eating the type of foods you don't want to eat. You know, absolutely cut out everything but protein and vegetables to help your body to heal, to start to get cleaner. And then you can slowly start adding foods back in to see what works for you. Next would be accountability. Get a friend involved or two friends or three friends. Tell them what your goal is to not drink, to not eat sugar, to save X amount of dollars per day, to not spend money, whatever it is, right? Hire a coach. We've For 23 years, we've helped people accomplish massive goals in life. Go to our website, talkdavid.com. But whatever you do, do something different than what you're doing right now. Got it? Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Our text, 941-266-7676, This text just in, uh, depression, low-grade depression, is it genetic? That was a short text. Could, you know, this is what we believe. Could genetics have a role in depression? Sure, it could, but... In our belief, we, we, we've seen over the past 23 years of working with people who have high anxiety or deep depression that most of depression is caused by submerged emotions. That means that we're not dealing with disappointment. We're not dealing with resentment. We're not dealing with anger. We're not dealing with loss. We're not dealing with insecurity. So as you submerge these major emotions day by day, year by year, Decade by decade, it's got to come out some way. It could come out in addiction, food, nicotine, alcohol, work, sex, spending. It can come out in, in, emo, in emotions like depression or anxiety. Uh, a lot of depression can also be a learned behavioral response from childhood. 
So we see mom or dad get overwhelmed with money or get overwhelmed with their relationship and they shut down. Instead of dealing with it, they shut down. They go into a depressed state. And so we might learn to cope, quote unquote. It's not a great coping mechanism, but it is a coping mechanism. We may we may learn we may have learned how to cope with things not going our way in our childhood by watching mom or dad get depressed, and so we just follow that route, right? So what do we do to get out of it? Out of low grade depression, ongoing chronic depression. Number one is journal. What am I feeling underneath the depression? What emotion? Is it resentment? Is it disappointment? Is it anger? Is it loss? Is it insecurity? Is it frustration? You know, like start to journal on a daily basis what the feelings are and what's underneath the feeling. I would add one passionate event a week. It could just be going to a movie or going to an art museum. Uh, I'd just say once a week, get out and do something that is enjoyable. Everyday exercise Low-grade depression, everyday exercise. Remove alcohol, remove nicotine, remove sugar and junk food, comfort foods, because those things keep those hidden emotions hidden. Contact me at talkdavid.com for more information. We'd love to help you out. Um, You are tuned in to America's Positive Radio Show. Coming up next, we're going to talk about one of our listeners that's dealing with a coffee addiction and a husband and a wife living together but divorced and the challenge they're facing. Again, talkdavid.com, baby. Glad to have you with us. Stay right there. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to six Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. David.com. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. Just three years ago, I went through David Essel's life coaching program, and I started my own business. Since then, it's blossomed into a worldwide audience through the University of Moms. I've written two books, and I have a business I really love. Thanks, David, for all your support. You rock. Client success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200. So visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com.
What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat to create more success and actually feel more successful? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. David is the one to help you right now. Let's change your life. Visit TalkDavid.com today. That's TalkDavid.com. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA, and we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit lifecoachuniverse.com. That's lifecoachuniverse.com. Let's face it, it's really hard to make major life changes by ourselves. How many times have we said that we're ready to make more money, stop procrastinating on our goals, get into shape, or maybe even go deeper on our spiritual path? Yet we woke up today, and again, nothing has changed. For 25 years, Master Life Coach David Essel has helped thousands of people accomplish their biggest goals. They finally transformed their lives. Now it's your turn. Visit TalkDavid.com. Work one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel. Talk david.com baby you a song you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise hey, baby. you're tuned in to david essel alive america's positive radio show like us on facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh, rocking the USA for 23 years, baby. Welcome aboard. Right now we're getting into your texts, your emails. Uh, we're going to talk about someone who's drinking 10 cups of coffee a day, a husband and wife who signed divorce papers, but they're going to live together. What about the world of dating when it comes to that, right? Uh, and our sex life is dead after 60 days of dating. We'll be talking about these and more. If you want to text me right now, 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676, or call us, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. I drink 10 cups of coffee a day and want to cut back. My fear is I'll have no energy. Any ideas? Uh, well, first of all, go to half and half, half regular, half decaf. So you, now you're going to be immediately drinking five cups of coffee a day. That's going to help immensely. Ten cups is a lot. Uh, and then then move it out to be three-quarters decaf, one-quarter regular. You know, one of the problems with drinking that much coffee is it beats the hell out of our adrenal glands, which actually creates more stress in the body. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to recommend is get into an adrenal supplement. If you go to a really good health food store, you can look for uh, adrenal supplements. There's one that I recommend called uh, Adrenergize, and that's with enzymatic therapy. Um, other other supplements that are good as ashwagandha is a great uh, adrenal supplement. Ginseng, any type of ginseng supplements are good 
uh, adrenal supplements, they're adaptogens, which means they're helping the body come back to equilibrium, adapt to stress. And also with the ginsengs, you will get an energy lift. So that would be really great. More water. Drink water, 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 water. Coffee is dehydrating, which leads to fatigue, believe it or not. So you want to drink a lot more water. And then eat every three to four hours. This will keep your blood sugar levels consistent, which equals energy. So there's your tips. There's your answers. Knock it all out. And uh, and decreasing your intake of caffeine, it won't be that bad if you follow what, we're, what I just recommended. 800-548-TALK. Text me, 941-266-7676. This is an interesting one. My husband and I just signed divorce papers. But we will have to live in the house for financial reasons until it sells. The realtor says a minimal of 6 to 12 months. Now what, David? He says he will begin dating immediately, and I'm furious. Uh, Well, first of all, I'm not really sure why you're furious. I have to be honest with you. I I just think, of course he's going to start dating. And maybe you should, too. Actually, if you guys were coming to me, I would tell you both to take some time off uh, before you started dating. But he has every right to date. He should be able to date. You guys have signed divorce papers. You're no longer married. So get off his back. And I mean that sincerely. Let him date. Now, I am going to say this, though. You guys have to sit down and create some boundaries on what it means in regards to bringing other people into your house. And intimacy in the house. You're, this is going to have to be big boy pants, big girl pants time where you pull them up tight, buckle them, sit down, and get ready for an interesting conversation here. The The other thing I'd recommend, I, I'd say don't do this conversation by yourself. Hire someone. Hire a coach, a counselor, a minister. Uh, contact us at talkdavid.com. We'd love to help you out. This is the type of work that we do. Mediation helping people to get to a really good place in a difficult situation. But he should be able to date. You should be able to date. The biggest thing you're going to want to look for, though, is how can we do it with some form of civility? Through divorce, some people become very resentful. And if you're going to have to live in the house at the same time for a year, which honestly I think is a little insane, if I was you or him, one of you, I would get the hell out. That's just me as a side note. <laughs> I don't care if I had to live in an efficiency for a year. I think if I divorce someone and, and he, you're furious at him already for saying he wants a date, I think it would be highly recommended to get a tiny little place or go find a roommate and get into a place you can afford. Okay, uh, But if you're going to stay together, work with a professional. Do not attempt to do this at home type of a thing. You know what I mean? one 800 548 Text 941-266-7676. Text just came in regarding this. Wow, that was fast. Uh, this last comment. Uh, David, I encourage them to follow your last piece of advice, and that is to get out. There's rarely a couple that can date after a divorce that quickly one of you should move. And I agree a thousand percent. 800 548 talk. Uh, the text number 941 266 7676. This is interesting too. Our sex life is dead after 60 days. Uh, the first 30 days of dating, we were amazing together. We had sex daily and it was incredible. Is it true some guys, uh, for some guys, it's all about the chase and the kill of dating? 
Uh, he got what he wanted. Now he's not interested. Could that be true? I'm 22. He's 28. Now we have sex once every two weeks, and it's killing me. Okay. So did you ask him what type of relationship he wanted before you had sex? That would have been a great question. Too late now, but we can learn for the future, right? Um, what do you want out of the relationship? Do you want something more than a sexual relationship? Is the sex the most important thing for you? I think these are some questions you've got to ask yourself and ask others. You know, yes, for some men and for some women, it's the adrenaline early in a relationship. It's, it's, um, it is a conquest for some men and some women. I would say the younger the guy is, and you said he's 28, that it could very well be. He may not know consciously that it's about the chase uh, and getting what he wants, but it could very well be that. And a lot of women don't know, you know, and let me just sort of flip it around on you and say, what did you want in the beginning? If having sex every day for 30 days was great, but now it's been 60 days and you're not getting enough. Could you have wanted him for the sex more so than a relationship? In other words, these are questions that would be very important to become introspective on. Um, I would talk openly with him and see, you know, if you guys are on the same page or not. If you both want the same thing, you can work out the sex part of it. You know, you can figure out what's going on with him. You know, is he overloaded at work? Uh, did is is there something going down where that he could perform at that level for thirty days, but he's exhausted? Could it be that you know our our sexual drives after a relationship has been quote unquote founded can alter, can shift? The beginning of it can be a high adrenaline case, and he may still want to be with you, but maybe his sex drive isn't as high as yours. So I would really sit down and talk about all that kind of stuff. If if he says, you know what, I just ha- don't have the interest, I thought I really wanted to be with you, but maybe it's not like what I really thought, then, then what I would say is let it go. Many times people don't realize that it's not a good fit until they're in it for 30 or 60 days. So maybe he's realizing that it's not a good fit, right? And And if that's the truth, then you need to find that out and get to the bottom of it. You know, it's really, really important that you get to the bottom and find out. Um, first of all, I want to thank you so much for going ahead and 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 attacking this with me right now and saying, hey, listen, what, what should we do? It's killing me because now you can have that same conversation with him if you haven't already. It's important that you have that conversation. 1-800-548. You know, just a little while ago, just before this text came in, another one came in of a couple that's been together for 15 years where there was a sudden drop. So let me address this really quickly. Um, the woman wrote in, she's 50 and her husband is 54, I think it is. Let me scroll back and figure this out. 54 years of age. And in the last couple years, their sex like has dropped to nothing. And in that case, with that age... And because they've been together for a while, it could be hormonally based. So if you see a huge drop in sex after a guy or a woman hits 40 or 50, I would have the hormones checked by a specialist. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Hey, coming up, one of my best buddies, James Smith. Smitty's going to be on. He's the host of the number one boxing television show in the USA. He's going to talk about comebacks in boxing. His interview with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro over their latest movie, Grudge Match. We got Smitty coming up next. Our talk or our website, talkdavid.com. Much more to come. Stay there.
You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh yeah, coast to coast, celebrating 23 years on the air. Thank you so much for coming by, tuning in, and listening to us here on iHeartRadio, Clear Channel, Premier Radio. The mega monster family of radio. My my buddy, my guest right now, James Smitty Smith, he's uh, the top boxing TV host in the USA. He's a former boxer that went radio host, television host. He covers it all. He's interviewed everyone in the world you can imagine who's relevant in the world of boxing. Uh, the website in this corner, TV. And recently had a chance to interview Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro on boxing and life with their new movie out, Grudge Match. Smitty, welcome back to the show. Well, if you've been, if this is your twenty third year, then we've known each other a hell of a long time because uh, <laughs> we were pals before your you were you weren't even in the embryonic stages of, uh, of your radio career then. So, fantastic! Happy New Year, my friend. Oh yeah, Happy New Year, Smitty. No, actually, I did the flip. I started out in in television. Right. And and did television for four years in New York City before I, I switched to radio. So, yeah, and, and it was before even my television that you and I were friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of went the opposite way. I went radio to, to television. But, you know, there's that love of radio, uh, and I think what makes for an excellent television broadcaster or, or any type of communicator, public speaking, what have you, is that, that basic, uh, that in, in, in radio, the roots in radio so important, you know? Yeah, oh, absolutely. To be able to, to do this without the aid of a visual is a whole different bear, which is wonderful. Hey, I, I want to jump into this grudge match, this, 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 this uh, interview that you did with Sylvester and, and De Niro. Sylvester Stallone, when you interviewed him, his analogies between boxing and life, go ahead and share that. Yeah, it's amazing when, you know, in, in preparation for the interview, and all everybody knows about all the Rockies and whatever, and I asked him, I said, why is it that boxing resonates so much better on film than any other sport? And it, and it, and it does. Be, and, and it's because of, really, life. I mean, if you think about the qualities and characteristics that make for a great fighter, you know, uh, self-confidence, courage, bravery, resiliency, humility, all the things that make for a great fighter, think about what those same qualities, you know, can do for us in life. And he captured right. that with the whole Rocky thing and then threw into it because everybody loves, we all love the underdog because in life, mm -hmm. really, to be honest with you, most of us are the underdog. We're not born with a silver spoon. Boxers are the most common yet uncommon of all athletes, because when you strip them down, most of them come from the most dire straits of circumstances, and yet they do something far with more courage and bravery, even though it's the quintessential human violence, but done with tremendous mental acumen. Because to be a great fighter, you always use that word, and I know you have the new book, Focus, yeah. To be able to focus when you're getting hit in the face, uh, David, yeah. is yeah. not an easy thing. 
No, you know, and, and, and the, the thing, too, when, uh, of course, every time, Smitty, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to our website, talkdavid.com, you can scroll through to every interview I've done with Smitty, have been exceptional. And one of the, the, the trends that we do is we talk about this comeback, the come from behind. And one of the things I think you said, Smitty, during the interview, because I watched it, go to inthiscornertv.com to watch the interview between James Smith, Robert De Niro, and Sylvester Stallone. It was a great, great interview. And in there, they talked about getting knocked down and getting back up. I, maybe it was Sylvester that talked about that as one of the analogies in life is, you know, the, the boxer's life is all about getting knocked down and then standing back up. Yeah, and the reason why sometimes you take two fighters like Mickey Ward and the late Arturo Gotti and why they were so popular, they weren't the greatest fighters in the world, but the ebb and the flow of their three fights the fact that both, you know, the ebbs and the flows and the ups and downs, people can relate that in regular life. And anybody, you know, anybody, it's, it, it's easy to kind of be on top. It's hard to stay on top. But to get knocked down and in a boxing ring, it's not like any other sport, David. I know you played basketball and there's football and baseball and, and hockey and, and all. But when you're knocked out, you're literally stripped there naked with thousands and maybe millions of people watching you, depending on what type of prize fighter you are. And, and you got to make that decision. You know, in life we have to get up maybe to go to work the next day or to, to put together a failed marriage or relationship. or so. But in boxing, you got to get up and figure out how am I going to keep this guy. And you don't, you, don't, you don't have but seconds to figure out what am I going to do to stay in some cases alive. So, again, yeah. it's it stripped down to its basic, and I think that's why it resonates so well. David, and it goes all the way back to Errol Flynn in 1942 playing Gentleman Jim, John Garfield playing in Body and Soul, Kirk Douglas and Champion, Paul Newman, somebody up there likes me, Anthony Quinn, Requiem for a Heavyweight, the great James Earl Jones playing Jack Johnson in The Great White Hope. Those were all before Rocky and Raging Bull with Stallone and De Niro. And right. it's gone on with Daniel Day-Lewis and the boxer, Will Smith playing Ali. Hillary Swank won an Academy Award. Right. Million Dollar Baby, and it goes on and on. Russell Crowe, I could go on. Why, why is it? Because, again, people relate to this, to this thing that a boxer does. Mm-hmm. Hey, why do you think, Smitty, because um, Sylvester said this, you, you've said it to me many times, a comment you made just 45 seconds ago, why is it that, what, 80%, 90% of boxers come from outrageously difficult backgrounds? Why is it not that, that why couldn't we have some world-class boxer that comes from above middle class, upper class? Why is it? Well, can you imagine Justin Bieber being the champion of the world? In a, in a... You, okay. start, you laughed. I just said, I just, I just threw out a name, my friend. You know, it's I know, be- but yeah, it's go because, ahead. Go David, ahead. it's because that so many champions, you know, like that come from the poorest of circumstances. So right away, they're used to not having. Uh, they may have to struggle just to get food from their brother or sisters or, or share. So it comes from that inner struggle. And then I think the chip on the shoulder that's created being maybe the guy with the raggedy shoes, the raggedy pants, uh, you know, maybe in some cases the scrawny kid. That's why, again, when I did this thing with Sugar Ray Leonard recently and I said most common and uncommon, he said, well, what exactly do you mean by that, Smitty? And I explained it even to him that, Typically, the greatest, our best prize fighter in the world today really is Floyd Mayweather, and he's a little guy my size. So it doesn't have to be somebody LeBron James or something. It's hard for us to relate sometimes to a huge 
tackle in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. But it's easy to relate to a guy that's 145 pounds. So, again, it, it begins with that struggle because once, you're, once you start with a struggle, you're used to having a struggle. You have the chip on your shoulder, and you're looking for a way out. The great fighters always are looking for a way out, and that's why, unfortunately, so many of them don't know when to quit, even when they have it, even when they've made it, because it's right. been embedded in them to constantly struggle and prove. And that's another subject for another show, but something that prize fighters all suffer from, it seems as though. Yeah. And De Niro, De Niro, what, what, what did you pick up? And we got about two minutes. We're going to go to a quick break, Smitty, and then we'll be back. What did you pick up from De Niro in interviewing him regarding the analogy between boxing and life? Anything in particular? Well, when you think about Robert De Niro, I'll tell you why he loves these characters. Because think about Robert De Niro is one of the most quiet guys. He, he even after the show asked me for a card, and he's working on another movie where he's playing the Ray, Ray Arcel, the trainer of uh, the great late late great trainer of uh, Roberto Duran. It's think about Goodfellas and think about you know uh, 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 the Godfather and you know all the way back to Mean Streets. He always played that kind of off-centered character, you know, somebody with a little bit, little bit crazy. And I think he loves the characters also that make up not only the boxer, but the people, you know, around the scenes, the characters that, that follow around this sport that started in the red light district and still to this mm -hmm. day isn't that far removed from it. <laughs> right on. Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone, the interview with Smitty. Go to his website, inthiscornertv.com, and you'll be able to find all of these different interviews that Smitty has done. But this one on their new movie, Grudge Match, is up there right now. Right after this quick break, we're going to come back with James Smitty Smith. Again, his website, inthiscornertv.com. Check it out. And we're going to talk more about comebacks in the world of boxing and how it relates to you. What type of traits does a boxer have who makes it on the comeback trail that you can take and apply to your life in this very moment? You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. TalkDavid.com is our site. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com are you ready to create the life you've always wanted here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with master life coach david essel you know in four short months our sales have climbed more than 150 percent in what is termed a declining marketplace i look forward to what we can continue to create together david helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Every man knows the importance of accomplishing goals regarding money, sex, fitness, and career. So which of these areas would you love to really excel at? Making more money, enhancing your sex life, getting a lean, strong body, or a better career? Master Life Coach David Essel has helped millions of men create the life of their dreams, and he's ready to do the same for you. Work with David one-on-one from anywhere in the USA. Right now, visit TalkDavid.com. You deserve what you desire. That's TalkDavid.com. A dependency on alcohol, food, drugs, spending, or sex can destroy our attitude, motivation, and our relationships. If you're tired of the struggle with any dependency or addiction, today is the day to get focused on your healing. I'm David Essel, XM Radio host, author, and master life coach. For over 20 years, we have helped people quickly release dependencies that have held them back for years. Freedom awaits. If you desire freedom, contact me now at talkdavid.com. I'm personally in recovery for several addictions, and life free of these is amazing. Let's do it together. You're never alone in our proven programs. Today, make it happen at talkdavid.com. Money can't buy happiness, but it surely makes the ride much easier. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you're frustrated over money or earning less than you desire, contact me now at talkdavid.com. In our one-on-one programs, we'll help you to focus and create a plan to make the money you deserve and desire. And all of our programs are 100% guaranteed. Let go of the stress over money through our proven programs at talkdavid.com. Today, decide to live life differently and we'll help you to do it. Everything's at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. And my guest uh, with me today is James Smitty Smith. He is a former professional boxer turned radio host, now television host. 
In This Corner TV, the number one boxing show in America, InThisCornerTV.com. You can go and check out everything that he has going on, plus videos. One of the most recent ones is the interview with Sylvester Stallone, Robert De Niro, for their movie Grudge Match that is out right now. And they were talking with Smitty as he interviewed them about the analogies between boxing and life. Smitty, the, the mental traits of all the boxers that you have interviewed, the mental traits that are necessary for a boxer to make a comeback, uh, the, you know, the ones that have gotten beaten down, the ones that have gotten maybe surprisingly knocked out, surprisingly defeated, especially those type of fighters, what are their mental traits that they've needed and that, they've, that they have actually acquired or parlayed into in order to make the comeback trail successful? Yeah, part of it, part of it, is, part of it is, is ego and then mixed in with humility. A great example, and I tell this to a lot of young fighters, is how there was a shift with Muhammad Ali after he was beaten by Joe Frazier March 8, 1971. Ali was unbeaten at, at the time and suffered his first loss and went into that with so much brava, bra, you know, brava, bravado and jactation. And, and, and after the fight, the next day in the hospital, I remember seeing him on TV, and he, and he said, I ain't so pretty no more, and the way he handled that. Right. And then dug within himself. And then, and then, you know, used all the traits that made him a great fighter into figuring out a way to, to, to face Frazier two more times and defeat him. Part of it's having a healthy ego, a healthy ego. And then a lot of it, when fighters change in life, or for example, George Foreman, when he came back 10 years later, and we've talked about this before, it was a shift. It was because he was able to slow down and have a different perspective on life that that transcended into in, inside the squared circle, and because, instead of punching himself out, you know, in two or three rounds, he 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 was able to slow down. And things are so much better, David. I think in life and as an athlete, when you get when you get a little older, not too old, but when you get a little older, and, <laughs> and you can think, you can see things. They it's just like a great quarterback when he can see everything happening as it's happening, and that's what happened with George Foreman. He he changed his life. He changed his persona, and he went inside the ring still with the great punching power, but he figured out a way to carry that power past round four, past round five. And, and of course, the rope-a-dope, which was exposed all of that, was by Ali, of course, in their, their tremendous fight in Kinshasa Zaire when Ali upset George Foreman. So all of those different things factor in. You know, Let's talk about a, a comeback now, David. What about Mike Tyson, the way he's come back in life? Right. Now, now, you know, he has come back multiple times in boxing and in life. And, and is he on the comeback trail with addiction? Is he working on that, Smitty? He, Do you he know? He is doing so fantastic with promoting fights. He is doing great with his Broadway show. But let me tell you something about Mike Tyson. And, David, you, you, you deal with this a lot more than I do, in a, in a sense, because you deal with it with everyday life. Mike Tyson's always going to be on the comeback trail, in a sense, because mm. he's always going to have these demons. And as long as he realizes that and goes day to day, Mike always tells me, I'm one day away, Smitty, from screwing it up again and going crazy. Mm. Look, I didn't even think. So to me, whatever happens with Mike, he's already accomplished more than I ever thought he, he would and that he thought he would. He's always going to be on the comeback trail because he is the, I mean, the quintessential great example of of a prize fighter, somebody you know in, in desperate poverty coming up and drug addiction family, uh, obviously all kinds of stuff on the way up and the demons that made him 
made him so great inside the ring, he wasn't able to channel that, and they hurt him outside of the ring. And that's always been the balancing act for Mike Tyson. But I constantly, you know, pray for him. We're good friends, and but he's always going to be on the comeback trail, in essence, you know. Yes, and Smitty, you know, another trait that seems like, and you know these boxers well, that seems to be, um, uh, to seems to have a big play emotionally and mentally with the comeback, and I'm thinking of George Foreman and even Manny Pacquiao, is the role of faith in their life. Yeah, I, I've been around a lot of athletes. You know, I, I grew up with the, as a ball, I was a ball boy for the 72 Dolphins that went unbeaten and learned so much from that and played some high school and college football and um and again, you all, I, I appreciate you saying I was an ex-fighter. I was a much better sprinter inside the ring than I was a, an actual <laughs> fighter. My, 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 I, I did two things pretty damn good, David. I ran and I held. I would even yell at the referee <laughs> when he'd say, if you don't stop holding, I'm going to take points away. I'd say, I don't care. If I let go, I may get knocked out. So, but but I, I would say of all the athletes, they are without question because at the – you have to have, when you go back to that corner, you got less than a minute. Sometimes your bell is ringing. I've been going, going back to the corner bloodied and battered, and I can't really hear what the guy's saying who's trying to take, and you're in pain. What do you, what resolve do you have? What do you call upon? Well, it's simplest thing to do is think to God and say, God, help me get through this round. God, give me the strength to keep my arms up. God, give me one last right hand. You know, and that's why I think, uh, because a boxer is, again, so stripped down, so alone. You're all out there by yourself, and I think that's why they're so filled. And, again, when you go all the way back to the dysfunctional upbringing and everything else, a lot of those type of people, that's all they have uh, is, a, is a strong spirituality and belief in, in God. Yes. As you're listening to us right now live, if you have friends that you know could benefit from this, do not forget that all of our shows are archived. So as of like 10 o'clock Eastern time tonight, Saturday, this interview with Smitty will be archived at our our website, talkdavid.com. So tell your friends if they're on a comeback trail and they need tips on how to make it on the comeback trail in their own life financially, maybe they're breaking through addiction or they're coming back from a broken relationship or they're trying to heal their current relationship, you can listen to this interview with Smitty tonight, 10 o'clock, after 10 o'clock Eastern time at talkdavid.com. Smitty, we have about two minutes left here. Um, I, I do want to go down that road with Pacquiao because he's been such an impressive what, – what is, where is he going? Is, 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 is he going past his prime? Is there a chance for him to make a major comeback? Is this the time when it will be smart for a boxer like him to step back and to go into his politics or do something else? Well, I think with Manny Pacquiao, he showed me something when he, in his last fight with Brandon Rios after coming off the devastating knockout loss to Juan Manuel Marquez in their fourth fight. One of the things I thought that could, it wasn't the one-punch knockout that scared me. It was whether or not Pacquiao would be affected and not take the chances that made him so great. But he did something smart. He actually fought with intelligence. He realized, okay, I don't have the reflexes I kind of did four or five. So he fought smart. Again, he shifted, and he, he fought a much, much more disciplined fight. I think Manny Pacquiao will be fine. I've always, I hope and pray he gets a shot at Floyd Mayweather and they fight each other. They both make me sick, the fact that they haven't fought yet. They should right. grow up and doggone figure out a way to tell the networks <laughs> and the promoters to go to heck and, and fight each other. But he'll be, 
Manny Pacquiao will be just fine. And Manny Pacquiao, if he left this earth right now, he would be. He went from a kid begging in the streets, selling anything right. he could. He now is a congressman and can't even walk the streets. I'm very proud yeah. to know Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, that's really cool. The last thing I'm going to say, Smitty, we've got about 45 seconds left, is during the interview with Sylvester Stallone, he and and for ladies and gentlemen in this tv.com or in this corner tv.com in this corner tv.com is Smitty's website to watch the interview with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro. Sylvester Stallone said the funniest thing that when he got hit by um who was it Ernie, Ernie Shavers. Shavers. He said it was like getting hit by the back end of a Buick and Ernie Shavers was only kidding around uh 25 seconds Smitty go. Yeah, well same thing happened to me in my in-ring with Mike Tyson when he was demonstrating his tremendous left hooks in his arsenal. He hit me with a shot, wasn't trying to hurt me. Uh, about 45 minutes later, a bridge that I have in my mouth fell out. <laughs> Sometimes you stay hit in, in, in boxing. Hey, David, you know him, you love him. Thanks for everything you've uh, done for me. By the way, I'm a personal testament. When I was going through my divorce, you really helped turn me around and, and bring me to where I'm at today. Thanks, my friend. Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year, Smitty. Great to have you in this cornertv.com. Check Smitty out. We're going to have him again on in the future. Coming up next, the Thrillionaire, a guy that made millions in his 20s, is going to be with us to tell us how you can do it too. Talkdavid.com. Stay there. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Epsel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com are you stuck in life just not happy with your body income or love life i'm david essel xm radio host and author of the new free book the power of focus at talkdavid.com we're giving away one million copies of the power of focus and it's free at talkdavid.com you deserve your desires get your free book the power of focus today at talkdavid.com for 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific.